We interrupt your program to issue a severe warning for an impending emergency making its way to your area. We urge you to be watchmen of the times and to be prepared with the essential knowledge and supplies for the wake of the final hour. Welcome you to the final hour podcast. We are broadcasting to you from the original Living Word Christian Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'm honored to be here with you today. Uh, these, uh, I'm going to introduce Linnea Farrell to my right. Is with me, Big Johnny Gap to my left, and we have our producer over here, uh, Derek Schrader. Yep. And we're going to be we're excited to be joining you every single week. And you know. And researching how other people start their podcasts and seeing how all these podcasts start out here, they usually start with one about 15 minutes um, where they're, they're trying to give you a, an idea of what they're talking about, what their goals are, and they go through uh, each member of the podcast and, and their qualifications in that. But we're going to do something a little bit different. We're just going to get right into this today all right and you'll be able to figure out what this is about and what i'd like to talk about today is the something called the world economic forum um the world economic and just i'll you guys can chime in in a minute just let me run through some information on this Mm -hmm. the world economic forum is made up of three thousand members and they all have to pay to be in the world economic forum and they have to be selected to be in the World Economic Forum. These people are all extremely rich, extremely influential. They're political leaders, economists, business leaders, investors, celebrities, and journalists. For instance, Bill Gates is in the World Economic Forum. Prince Charles is in the World Economic Forum. A lot of the list is kept confidential unless they want to be known, unless they unless they advertise the fact that they're in it. And mm. so... They're also called the Global Justice Movement. That's what they call themselves. And so what does the World Economic Forum do? Basically, it's an international lobbying organization based out of Switzerland. And some of the speakers in 2021, so you know that this is a big deal, it was an event called the Davos Agenda for the World Economic Forum. Just so you know who the players are, the president of China the Prime Minister of India, the former Prime Minister of Germany, Angela Merkel, President of France, Vladimir Putin, we all know who he is, the President of Argentina, Prime Minister of Spain, the Prime Minister of South Africa, the Prime Minister of Greece, and Dr. Anthony Fauci, as well as the King of Jordan. Those were the speakers for last year. Basically, this forum lays down the goals and the vision for the world economy. And I want to give you some... Facts here. The, the, the governments of these countries are starting to implement the doctrine and the vision and the philosophies of the World Economic Forum. I was looking at three clips, uh, just, just random online, high up Australian government officials, uh, one EU official. They kept using the word new world order, mm-hmm. new world order. And you're hearing these other three words a lot, even just in the American media, called the Great Reset. And so these words come out of the United Nations and the World Economic Forum. They're talking about a one-world government, a a world economy, 
and yes, a one world religion. And so how does the World Economic Forum and the United Nations call this new world order and the great reset? Why should those phrases uh, be of some concern to us? Yeah. And I just want to say this is a catalyst and the fast track to, to the, the World Economic Forum getting what they want and to make it a public thing, you have the pandemic. And from there, that includes experimental injections on the population. And so the principle of this is to cause crisis, which it did. And, and then they induce governmental control, which they've done, and because they have to get control before or during the chaos. Other terms that, that, that go with the Great Reset, um, you hear Agenda 21, Agenda 30, the mm-hmm. Green New Deal, the Fourth Industrial Resolu- uh, Revolution. And these are all part of the catchphrases. And this did not come from our president. This came from the World Economic Forum, Build Back Better. They're the ones that came up with this. Reinvent capitalism, stakeholder capitalism, yeah. global uh technocracy, a new normal, a new social contract, restructuring society, sustainable development, social transformation, and obviously the word global economy. Global technocracy is having the big tech groups involved and in control of your life and how they censor us. Notice with all the social media, your freedom and your speech can be taken away just like that because of what you're saying Politically, you can be censored. No one seems to be paying attention to this. Let me give you one of the World Economic Forum's goals, okay? It's on a video they put out. This is just easily easy to get to. It's titled, Eight Predictions for the World in 2030. You can find it anywhere on the internet. And all you do is Google World Economic Forum's Eight Predictions for the World in 2030 video. If you Google that video, it'll pop right up. The first thing it has is a guy smiling, and he says, you'll own nothing, but you'll be happy. In other words, things are free of charge, or you have to, you have, they must be lent from the state to you. In communist countries, newsflash, they own nothing. Think about this. Yeah. For you to own nothing... They have to destroy the free market capitalism that we have here in America. Now, I'll end with this, and then let's you guys just join in, right? Let's mm-hmm. discuss yep. this. Karl Marx, basically the founder of communism, his main thing is the abolition of all private profi- property. Mm-hmm. You rent everything, so the government, they rent you everything. You have to rent everything. Yeah. They own everything. That's what happens in communist countries. I think it's very interesting that that's the number one goal for the World Economic Forum by 2030 is that we will all own nothing and be happy about it. Right. What do you guys think about that? What do you think about that, Big Johnny? I think it's, it's absolutely crazy, especially from like the American mindset, which is you know, the American dream is to what you have and what you can do is how you start building the thing, your future that you want, right? And that, that means that you have an individual will. You have an individual freedom uh, and, and freedom to dream and pursue that. But if 
the government uh, sets what you can do or what you should do or what you're allowed to do, that that all goes away. Right. Or in this case, what you can own. Right. They, they control what you own. Right. You don't own anything. It's no. what you can have. Right. You know? Well, and if they can control what you have, they can control what you do. Exactly. Or what you're able to do. Right. Yeah. What you do or don't do. But don't you feel like they're starting that with the two-week, what was it called? You know the, what I'm uh, are, you, are you talking about the beginning of yes, COVID? Yes, the beginning yeah. of COVID. Oh, yeah. The two-week what? Just... Like the lockdown? The po- yes, the, the lockdown. lockdown. That's the word. Yeah. Of course. Where they locked it down, and that's kind of where they started implementing because a oh, lot yeah. of people lost their businesses and yep. everything they were doing at that time. Yeah. So a I lot think, of people. Yes. W- wait, the little guys. The little guys. The hardware like store the mom and pop down the stores. street had to close. Mm-hmm. Yes. But Costco, with hundreds of cars in the parking lot, and Target, Could they were open. they they were fine with, with big business yep. being open. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so, For sure. And that is really when the government owns everything, and that is a form, that is a, that is a communist doctrine. Right. Okay? And that is the goal of the World Economic Forum. And just to give you the second goal, and they state this very clearly. Can I say one, one sure. more thing before you move on? Sure. Is when those big companies are allowed to, to be open and the, the mom and pops are not, you look at the World Economic Forum and it's big corporations that are still profiting right. during those shutdowns, during those limited freedom times. Uh, those those guys still are making money. Go ahead, Lene. Well, I was going to say, I know you had mentioned it the other day when we were talking, but all those guys, their wealth mm-hmm. has like quadrupled. Oh, yeah. Like Jeff Be- Bezos. Say names. Why okay. not? Yeah, of course you can. Right. He's he has like his funds have gone up so much because of Amazon and then... Mm-hmm. He left Amazon and started the, like, space thing. But all those guys, all of their wealth has doubled, and nobody says anything. Right. But we're listening to them to tell us what to do right now. Right. Which and and to tell us that, that we shouldn't have more than we right. need. Right, right. Yeah. Wow, I was going to use this subject in a later podcast, but just to expound on that, the top 15 billionaires and, and from COVID on, from the lockdown on, all made times four. They quadrupled their money. In other words, the rich got richer. And what's really even scarier to me is, you know, you have Bill Gates recently, you know, another uh, international broadcast on TV telling everyone it's going to get worse. Mm. It's going to get dire. He's talking about these dire times. So we've got the richest guy in the world suddenly very interested Right. Yeah. When he's just when they've made money, they've quad these billionaires quadrupled their worth. All right. In a time of 20 months, in a record amount of time. And now they are taking a definite interest on the next step of the world, i.e. the World Economic Forum. Is, isn't that interesting? Huh? Very interesting. Where, where they're now they're telling us what to do. OK. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be happy even though we're going to own nothing. And. You know, the, the, should we, can I move on to the second point in the video or the next point? Yeah, I, sure. We're not going to be able to, uh, we don't have time to point out no. all these points that they bring out. But the second point I want to bring out in this video of the World Economic Forum's eight goals to do to accomplish by 2030 is the U, U.S. will not be a world's leading superpower. Mm-hmm. All right. Because they cannot have the U.S. on top 
like it is and get what they want. Well, it can't be a, a beacon of freedom. It can't be a beacon of individual liberty uh, and still say uh, that that their way is a good way to go. It's it's interesting. You know, they they say that that they that it the U.S. will not be on their on their video. They will not be the world's leading superpower. They say ten countries will dominate. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. They picked ten companies or countries to dominate. It sounds like a lot, like maybe what the Bible predicts, mm-hmm. as far as you know how it talks about the revised right. Roman Empire right. and the ten countries at at the end. But but just trying to stay on point here. Um, uh, you know, they're trying to create a stakeholder economy based on controlling the resources and people. They're mm-hmm. trying to control the resources. Look at, look at, suddenly we have uh, a supply issue. You know all those right. ships mm-hmm. out there? Yep. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, suddenly, just like that, and this is going to be slow. It's going to be careful. I mean, that that's not conspiracy. Th- these ships are sitting out there, and they cannot unload... And I believe they're going to dis- try to destroy the dollar by they're printing off. If anyone yeah. looked into the uh, the uncontrollable amounts yeah. of money they are printing off, then digitalize the currency because they don't want America to be energy de- independent. Right. So they want to eliminate the fossil fuels. This is just what I, I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. In other words, they can turn off your electric car at any time. Mm-hmm. All right. If you're running on electricity. They can shut you down, and they can they can keep you from going places anytime they want. And in other words, it will get to the point, and we'll get into this. Your business, okay, has to be enforcing what the government wants. All right, up to their standards. All right, and we'll we'll move into that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to kind of get those points in, and and you know, what do you guys think about that? Do you see that coming? Is it if you're really paying attention? Can you not see them trying to diminish the U.S.? Absolutely. I, one of the big things that I've, I've been watching is since the beginning of the COVID lockdown and every time there's an economic, uh, uh, what do you call the, the payments that they pay to everybody? The oh, economic, the uh, stimulus checks? Yeah. Yes. Uh, that, isn't, that isn't pulled from anywhere that they have a reserve. They're printing money. They're increasing the... the or they're decreasing the value of money. They're increasing the number of dollars in the economy artificially. Well, hold on. You know with that, it actually goes towards your tax refund yeah. for the next year. So a lot of people don't realize that when it comes to their tax return, mm-hmm. it, that money that you got in the stimulus check, if you didn't opt out of it, it gets subtracted from what you would get. Right. So a lot of people don't know that. Right. I was talking to someone the other day. They're like, what? I would have never done that. Right. So, so it adds to to your uh, net net uh, tax owed because of the no, it stimulus. comes out of your tax return. So, like, let's yeah. say you're going to get fifteen hundred dollars. Well, what if though you owe money? Well, then yeah, you would owe more. Exactly, you, you owe more money. You, well, yeah, you like if you would owe money and taxes at the end of the year, and you took the stimulus. Yeah, potentially depends would they on tax what your like, debt to income ratio would be. Well, because I, I, be- I believe that it's taxed. It's it's treated as taxable income. That stimulus. Okay, money. okay, okay. That would make sense. Yep. So it's a lot it's, of people want it. The it's increasing. That 
Yeah, it's increasing your tax burden. What, what'd you say, Lynette? I said there's a lot of people in line at the Louis Vuitton store after mm-hmm. that check. I really? Have, yes, uh, yes. What were you doing at Louis Vuitton? Lynette? I wasn't. I was looking. The line. I mean, was it's too okay. Long. There's nothing wrong with <laughs> I Louis like Vuitton. To look. I like okay. To look. Okay. Okay. You were you in line? No, there's okay, too long okay. of a line. I'm not going to waste my time. Not All right. today. All right. Okay. But this this is actually a lot of the um, the theories that that people are driving towards cryptocurrency that have stable inflation uh, in that that cryptocurrency because uh, the U.S. can just print off money and make more money anytime they want um, to further their ends. But it, it all devalues how much money we all currently have. Right now, the money that you are making is less, even though the dollar amount might be more, but the value of the money that you are making right now is less than it would have been two years ago and much, much higher because of inflation. Because well, I of heard if you made $40,000 a year because of inflation, it's like 36000 mm-hmm. So you lost $4,000 this year just because inflation's gone. In, in value. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And how, how long is that going to go? As, as long as the U.S. government is willing to print more and more money to, uh, to give away, uh, every time they do that, the value of dollars goes down. Wow. That's that's deep. That's deep. Listen, let's get to another point here. Um, one of the major points they make, and, and this is what they say, these is the exact wording on the video, is is you'll eat much less meat. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you'll only get, and this is what they put on, on it's the exact wording. You'll only get Meat as a convenient treat, they say, for the good of the environment and our own health. Wow. And so they're already, it is the World Economic Forum's goal by 2030 to eat much less meat. And can, here's, here's what they want, why, here's what, why they're saying they want to eliminate meat, all right, which is just... Sorry, but it's a bunch of crap, okay? is Their excuse is it's called bovine flatulence, mm-hmm. all right? So they say that bovine flatulence from cows reduces greenhouse emissions, right? If you, if you Google... It, in, it increases greenhouse emissions because it, it, all of that methane in the, the flatulence increases the, the harmful yes, emissions. Yes, yes, my fault there. Yeah. But, 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 you know, and so... My question is, and, and if you Google that, uh, bovine flatulence, you'll see a, ca- a cow with mm-hmm. a giant, <laughs> with a giant, stop it, John, <laughs> with a, a, a giant container on its back, and there's a tube going from the cow's rectum, rectum up, and so when the cow lets loose, mm-hmm. John, Okay. Yes. When the cow lets loose, it goes, they, they collect it. Right. And so this is why they're, this, they're saying they want to keep this from happening. And um, so they want to eliminate meat. And um, but, you know, really, the reason is it's it's number one, it's control. Mm-hmm. Right. But number two, it reduces if they can eliminate the cow, it, it reduces the amount of protein that that the population can yeah. get. So what do you get? You get a weaker, 
You get a weaker population right. that that does not get meat. And by the way, that meat would then, in my, I believe, be distributed to the people that they want and tip top. They want strong to the people right. that they want strong. Right. And so, um, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to be too much on. Uh, you know, I want to give you guys a, a chance to chime in on this here, yeah. but but listen to this, you know, and, and I'm not going to throw a, a ton of Bible in here. You know, I'm going to try to keep it. Um, but it's just interesting how the Bible uh, basically prophesies this in a sense in 1 Timothy 4. Now the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times, if you can't figure out what this show is about, it's about the latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Meow. We'll get to that later. Okay. Speaking lies of hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with hot iron, forbidding to marry, and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received. The Bible calls this. The Bible says in the latter times, in the end times, they are going to limit you from certain types of food. I just think that's so interesting. Um, what, what do you guys think? Do you have any comments on the, on the meat? No meat. Well, that would be rough for me. Same. As the uh, son of a butcher, uh, I, I definitely see that as um, blasphemy. Uh, but, yeah, I, it, it makes sense. And, you know, if you look at um, uh, communism, especially, you know, growing up in, in America in the 80s and 90s, where, uh, you know, the tensions were high with, with the USSR, you know, you could... It were, there were a lot of stories talking about how people who, unless you were of the select, you went without. Yeah, they often you didn't get meat, right? So I guess they'd take pork out of there too. I assume meat. Well, that's too bad. I like pork too. Pork is pork is nice. Maybe you need to buy a cow. I, what? Why? why buy a cow. You? Didn't yeah. you buy a cow once? Yeah, I mean the meat in, from a cow, but yeah, I mean actually a whole cow buy a cow. Home, home. Buy a cow and buy keep a it. Cow and keep it. Maybe get a couple so you can. Make baby cows. Calves. Some people call them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, wow. I mean, these are some goals. I mean, you've got the most influential people, the world leaders getting together, and they're, they're not hiding the fact that they want, they want to reduce the amount of meat, first production, and then consumption. Right. right. Which... Um, I mean, that should check people. You know, I talked about the fossil fuels. Um, what people don't understand, and, I, you know, I'm not looking to take sides here, a, a political side. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I will tell you this, that, that MasterCard's got a new credit card. It's coming out, if it's not already out, that tracks your carbon emissions use. So it's it's and so what it does is is if your carbon emissions hits a certain point on your purchases, um, they they shut the card down and say basically you've reached your limit, right, for carbon emissions, and you cannot spend on this card. So you've reached your limit in carbon emissions for the month, but no one's paying attention to any of this, right? You can look this card, you can Google this card easily. Um, but yeah, see, it came out in April. It came out in April. Mm-hmm. And, crazy, you know, as long as we have fossil fuels, mm-hmm. what you have to understand is you have freedom. 
Okay. The minute you don't have gas and you are on electric electricity, that freedom can be taken away. Mm -hmm. That freedom can be stopped easily. And I think people are overlooking that, um, you know, and I'm sure Visa and American Express are soon to follow with their cart. Linnea, you look like you want to say something here. Well, I just think it's interesting that the reason they came out with this card is because it says new research on sustainability commissioned by MasterCard reveals a marked increase in consumer passion for the environment as a result of COVID-19. 54% of people see a need to reduce their carbon footprint now than before the pre-pandemic. Hmm. And it. isn't it interesting, though, that people it. are locked in their homes and they right. really can't go anywhere? Right. So what a way to unveil that. Right. But my point is, looking at the big picture, mm-hmm. you know, they can, be able, they can tell you, you've driven too far this month, right? It sounds so a, a we're going to cut like, you off. Yeah, it sounds a lot like uh, what's going on in Australia. Oh, yeah. That's oh, where yeah. I wanted to go. Don't they have a five-mile limit? Five-mile five radius. Their, a a five-mile radius? So you have to turn your <laughs> privacy settings on if it's not on. And yep. if you go out, they get alerted. And this lady yep. actually was outside her zone, and she mm. records herself with the police coming up and telling her that she needs to go back. And she was just driving because they didn't have what she needed at the grocery store. So she was like literally going two blocks out of the way, and they would not let her mm-hmm. go to the grocery store two blocks out of the way. So the pr- the police are alerted. Oh yeah, when somebody goes out of their zone. Now, can I just tell you, Australia now with those limitations, you can't go uh, uh, outside five miles from your home is right. is is worse is probably worse than the eighties. 70s 60s right. ussr right because they had no way of tracking you right. and the point is the government has a lot more control yeah. when they know where everyone is mm-hmm. everyone sure. is yeah. i think you have you have what do you want to talk about what's over in china i mean are we getting out there with this or do we wait which one the this the 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 great it's this is a known fact. Um, the amount of, of space they have over there. Oh yeah. With the buildings that are built the size if you have seven New York cities. Twenty seven. Yeah. Twenty seven New yeah. York cities. Yeah. Empty. Empty. New York Nobody cities. Nobody lives in these Right. Just buildings. Yes. Living built they look like uh you know, one of those packed Asian cities. If you go to Singapore where they only have a certain amount of space. Right. It's an island. Five yeah. million people on this island, they build up, yeah. and they build tight, and they build up, and they build high, and th- it's all it's all apartments and condos. Mm-hmm. This is what this space in China uh, lo- looks like with no one living there right now. No one's living there in like cities. It's like twenty-seven New York cities. Yes, it's like the size, the geographical size. Yeah. Like, are they continuing to build them, I, or they just built them and they're just there vacant? They're We're not sure what for. Interesting. And this is not uh, some kind of uh, conspiracy theory. This is things well, that they're not. They're they're not. You're not going to see this mm-hmm. on NBC News. But my point is, to all that, they want people in the city. Mm-hmm. Okay, because there's a lot more control if. Mm-hmm. If, if it just, okay, the meat's going away. One of their goals is no one is going to own anything, but we're all going to somehow be happy, right? Right? And, yeah. And so you see these things going, and now, now with if you look at Australia, which was one of the freest countries in the world, 
and is now probably the most restrictive countries in the world, right. that is just a, a sign of the times to come, you know, with their five-minute limit. And so, um, you know, do you guys have any more to say, say on this one, or I should would, we go to the next point? I was just going to ask, I mean, do you feel like Australia's condition right now with this, this restriction, would this ever be hap- uh, happening when there was still gun rights. Right, because I hear yeah. that a lot Great too. point. I, I'm just curious if what you think. But no. If, if the population can't defend themselves and say no to a government, uh, does this move forward? Or does, the, do the, does the population organize and say, no, we're not going to do this? Well, the population is, I don't know if you see videos, they I are do. organizing. Yep. And kind of saying no, but they don't have guns but to they, do it. And some people would say, yeah. why do they need guns to oppose the government? Because then technically that's an insurrection. Right. And we're not promoting insurrection no, here. No, it's a question. We're asking yeah. questions. The right. question is, would Australia be locked down, all right, like it is if, if um, the population owned guns mm-hmm. like they own in the U.S.? It's just a, it's just a, it's just a, that's the first thing I thought of. Right. Is they allowed all of their firearms to be taken away many, many years ago, i.e. the government does... 20 years ago. Whatever it wants. Yeah, 20 years ago, they confiscated every every gun in Australia. And I can guarantee, I really believe with all my heart, we would be, we would all have, we would all have radiuses on our phone right now if there wasn't, if there, if the population was not armed. I'm just being straight. Yeah. I am not saying right. to arm yourself. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. But isn't right? it interesting? Don't you just... But I am. Okay, no. <laughs> Don't right, I just ahead. what? Okay. No, no, never mind. Did I was going to make a comment about your BB gun, but go ahead. I've tried. Red right. Rider. A what? A Red Rider. Yeah, I guess so. Kind of. Okay. Listen, did you see what the Chinese... Um, president said the other day about our Second Amendment rights. Xi Jinping. I don't know his don't exact his name. name, but he said that it's that mean Americans have guns and that we should take <laughs> them away from the mean people in America. <laughs> wow! But isn't that interesting that he well, is making a comment on that? How, ma- how many? How how big is the standing army in in China? We just looked this up. Didn't we? Did we? Look yeah, it up. we did. I we were looking the size over, of the navies in the. Um, Look it up, Lene. Okay, right. It's it's an. I mean, do you know, John? Well, I'm guessing it's it's, it's been well over, over a million. Men. Yeah, it's been over a million for quite a while, and yeah. some some people call it more over two million. Um, but they would. That I mean, doesn't mean if, it's a good army, though, guys. If, no, I, okay. I understand that. Nine hundred seventy-five thousand. Okay. Yeah, active. It's personnel. over a million. Their army's over a million oh, active. This duty. says largest military with two point eight million. Okay, soldiers, sailors, and armed men. Everything added up three yes, million, okay. but we wouldn't say that it's high quality, right? Okay, but, right. but I, I'm just saying if if people wanted America to be weak, they would definitely not want uh, American citizens to be able to defend themselves, right? Right, and you know, we're sorry to, well, we're not sorry. We did in a, a little controversial, but we only got through three, four of these points, yeah. and we didn't even get through the fourth point. And we just—it's been an honor for us to be able to do this, and uh, we're going to be weekly. We're going to be on airing weekly. We're going to try to keep it at 
30 minutes. Remember, we're broadcasting from the Living Word, original Living Word Christian Center out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. You're, you're looking at the final hour. It is an honor. Hope to see you next week. God bless you. God bless America.